0: Hey you, hey you, welcome to the Free Your Voice podcast. I'm your host, Amber Andrews, and today I am back with another episode. Y'all, this is a new series that I'm doing. It is called The Art of Emotional Intelligence. There are five branches to emotional intelligence, and today we are going to be talking about the first one, which is self-awareness. Let me start off with a quote. I want you guys to think about this. I want this to just be something that is on your mind and just kind of pondering as we go through today's episode. Um, Here it is. It says, Your visions will become clear only when you can look into your own heart. Those who look outside, dreams, but those who look inside, awakes. I'm gonna say it one more time, y'all. Your visions will become clear only when you can look into your own heart. Those who look outside, dreams but those who look inside awakes. So today, like I said, we're gonna be talking about self-awareness. Now the first thing you may think of is what does that even mean? Like what does it mean to be self-aware? What does it mean to have self-awareness? Um and basically just to narrow it down, it's the ability to pinpoint your own emotions, your own feelings and basically you do this in the effort an um, effort to better understand why you feel the way you do um, and how it affects the way you act and treat those around you. you know so you may feel an emotion come on and instead of acting just based off that emotion or speaking just based off that emotion, when you are self-aware, you take time to really assess why is, why do I feel this way? you know what's causing this? And then you also want to assess, How do I react with this emotion? What do I say next? What do I do next? I need to be cautious of what steps I take next because I don't want to hurt anyone around me. I don't want to use my words to hurt them. I don't want to use my actions to hurt them. You're just very aware and you're very in tune with how you feel and why you feel it and what you're going to do with these feelings. You know, what you're going to do, what you're going to say. Um, It is... (laughs) It is easier said than done. I'm speaking from a personal standpoint. It is easier said than done to be self-aware of our emotions and our own, you know, just self. Um, But there's a lot of different steps you can take to kind of do that. Um... First and foremost, always embrace your emotions, you know, whether it's a negative emotion, a good emotion, whatever, embrace it. Um, allow yourself to feel how you feel. Allow yourself to sit with those feelings. Allow yourself to just really go through whatever it is you're feeling on your heart and on your mind that day and just embrace it. Even if it's a bad feeling, even if it's a bad thing, still learn to embrace those feelings because that's what's going to help us, um, learn how to act based off those feelings as well that's going to, it's going to help us mold the characteristics that we need um to just navigate through life as the negative emotions come and the positive emotions come you know you can't have one without the other Life is just lifing. <laughs> and sometimes you're going to feel negative emotions and sometimes you're going to feel positive emotions. Um, another thing that you can do is just really take accountability for your own actions. You know, don't make excuses. Don't say, oh, I said this because I was mad or, oh, I did this because in the moment I was sad. No, you have to take accountability. Um, ownership. If you're mad, if you're sad, you know, that's fine. We all have our bad days, but we cannot use our emotions as an excuse to hurt others, as an excuse to say what we want in that moment, as an excuse to point blame, none of those things. And I am actually very, very guilty of this without going into too much detail. I have had a hard time with taking ownership and accountability um, over the things that I do when I feel an emotion, specifically a negative emotion. Um, And it took me a while to realize there are consequences that come with every action, regardless of what emotion you felt in that moment. You know, you may very well have been bad. I'm um, sorry, sad. You may have very, very well been depressed or anxious or upset or just Angry. And you know, it's fine to feel that way, but you cannot use those feelings as a way to justify how you treat others. Um, For me specifically, I would say hurtful things or do hurtful things to others because I was hurting. And my reason was that, well, I'm hurting. I want you to hurt too. Or I'm hurting. So I didn't realize it wasn't right for me to treat you that way. No. Um, You really just have to take accountability. And like I said, don't make excuses for your actions, don't make excuses for the things you say feel how you feel, take the time you need, but make sure that whatever comes next after that isn't something that you're going to regret later. Um, It's not something you're going to regret saying or even doing. Another thing you can do is assess your motives. You know, ask yourself why. So when you're feeling a certain emotion, whether it's a good one or a bad one, always ask yourself, one, why am I feeling this way? You know, what caused it? And two, why is it that I feel the need to say what's coming next or to say what I'm getting ready to do next? You know, ask yourself. So for me, this, this more so looks like, okay, I'm mad and I'm angry. Um, let me go emotionally eat or let me go binge eat or let me go treat this person bad because I'm having a bad day too. No. I got to slow down. I got to ask myself, okay, Amber, why are we feeling this way today? You know, what caused it? Okay, Amber, we know what caused it. We know we're feeling this emotion. Now, why do we feel the need to go hurt others because of it? Or why do we feel the need to take our anger out on someone else because we're having a bad day? You know, you have to ask yourself why and you have to assess your motives. If your motives aren't good or your motives behind it, don't line up <laughs> with, um, you know, don't line up with what, you feel is appropriate in that time period, then you may just want to stop, take a little breather, take a little break, step back for a second, take yourself out of the equation and just figure out what it is that's causing you to feel how you feel and how you can better go about addressing it. Um, Last but not least, another thing that I had to learn, and by the way, these are all personal experiences, you know, there's tons of ways you can um, be more self-aware. However, these are the top five or the top, um, four ways that have helped me in my own journey and my own experience with becoming more self-aware and just practicing self-awareness within, you know, the, the relationships I have with other people. Um, last but not least, is just learning your own strengths and weaknesses and learning to work with it. You know, learning to just go with it, accept it, and day by day, do what you can to better yourself. You know, for me, I knew a strength for me was. a strength for me is definitely being in touch with my emotions. Like, you know, I instantly know why I feel a certain way and I instantly can justify and tell when I'm about to be triggered or when I'm about to be set off. However, um, a weakness for me was owning up to my mistakes, owning up to when I'm wrong. You know, I would always think to myself, well, I'm feeling this emotion. Therefore, I'm allowed to act this way. No, that's not appropriate. That is definitely a weakness for me. I had a very hard time. Um, learning that it's not okay, you know, it's not okay to act that way, it's not okay to say the things that come to your mind when you're angry or you're sad or you're upset, Um, it's not okay to carry yourself in that way, and a lot of these things I have based upon um, my life as a Christian, so of course I'm gonna give y'all the Christian perspective behind self-awareness, number one (laughs) First and foremost, um, you know, God wants us all to be self-aware. When you really think about it, um, you know, God wants us to make sure that our words, our actions, our thoughts, you know, all these things, he wants us to make sure align with a biblical um, perspectives and teaching. Now, you can't say I'm a Christian, but then you go out and you act a certain way (laughs) when you're with your friends or when you're around the people that you love or when you're in the grocery store, anything, you know, you can't. Say one thing, but then act another. Um So therefore, we must be self-aware in our daily life, how we're acting, how we're treating others, you know, the attitudes that we're portraying, the body language we're using, the the, the voice, the, the regular language that we're using on a daily basis. You know, all these things we have to be aware of and take note of and make sure it's not just following what we're preaching and what we're saying, but it's also following the perspectives that God has given us in our biblical teaching. Um, when we lack self-awareness, not only do we lack the ability to understand our own self, but we also lack the ability to understand those around us. You know, we we, we, aren't, we aren't able to connect with them. We aren't able to understand where they're coming from. We're not able to really see and be open to the way that they live, whether that be spiritually, emotionally, physically, However, we have a hard time connecting to them because we are already lacking our own self-awareness in ourselves. So let alone, we can't be self-aware, but we also can't be self-aware with other people. Um, Self-awareness is just one of those things that is tricky because it can also keep you from repentance. And we know as Christians, repentance is that one thing that God will never fault us for repentance is that one thing that we know we can always count on we can always go back to we can always ask God to forgive us no matter how big the sin is no matter how big the problem the mistake whatever it is we know we can ask God for repentance and he would forgive us however when you lack self-awareness it keeps you from the ability to ask for repentance think about it If you don't have self-awareness and you don't see that what you're doing is physically wrong, you don't see the actions you take as being wrong or the words that you speak as being hurtful and harmful and evil and wicked, you're not going to even think to say, okay, well, let me ask God for forgiveness in this matter. Because in your mind it's nothing wrong with it. You know, in your mind, you don't need repentance because you didn't do anything wrong. You didn't do anything that deserves um, repentance. In your mind, you don't see right from wrong. You don't see inappropriate versus appropriate. Um, You just have a hard time forming that judgment about, is this right? Is this okay? How will God feel about this? Is God going to appreciate that I did this or is God going to be upset with me those type of things you know you don't have that judgment to be able to say what I'm doing in this moment is right or what I'm doing in this moment is wrong um you know just self-awareness is just very necessary because we have as Christians we aren't going to do everything right we're none of us are perfect only God is perfect so we're going to live out our day-to-day facing sin facing right and wrong choices and without the self-awareness like i said you may fall guilty to some wrong choices and that's when you have to be able to notice that take accountability for it not make excuses own up to it and then go to our father our heavenly father and ask for forgiveness ask for repentance of your sins um i do have a few uh, Bible verses. Cause you know, I'm not just going to sit there and tell y'all without the facts. These are the facts that support it. You know, they show that God most and definitely want us to live a life with self-awareness. Um, second Corinthians, uh, chapter 13, verse five, it says, examine yourselves to see whether you are in faith, test yourselves. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you? Unless of course you failed the test Y'all, that right there is the perfect example. I will have God is telling us, examine yourself, assess yourself, ask yourself, be aware of the things you are doing, the things you are saying, the things that you are telling people and the way you are treating people. Be aware of it. Test it. Simply ask yourself, is this portraying the life that Jesus Christ wanted me to live is this portraying a christian lifestyle is this portraying biblical teachings it's a yes or no question you answer yes great perfect keep going you answer no you may need to take a step back and really assess yourself and figure out what it is first and foremost you need to repent for but then also figure out what it is that you need to allow god to change within your heart um wow that that was actually really good i'm gonna read it again y'all because it was so good it says, and this is uh, 2 Corinthians 13, verse 5. Examine yourself to see whether you are in faith. Test yourselves. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you? Unless, of course, you fail the test. I'm going to leave that right there. Let's move to the next. <laughs> Proverbs 14, um, verse 8. Let's see. Sorry y'all, I have it on my iPad, but I'm also looking at it on my phone just because it's quicker for me to get to um my Bible app this way. Hold on, we're looking for Proverbs 14, verse 8. It says, The wisdom of the prudent is to give thought to their ways, but the folly of fools is deceptions. I'm gonna say it again. The wisdom of the prudent is to give Thought to their ways, but the folly of fools is deception. Give thought to their ways, y'all. That's the most important part. Give thought to how you're acting. Give thought to what you say out your mouth. Give thought to the way you treat others. Give thought. Be (laughs) self-aware. Be self-aware, y'all. And another example, last but not least, is Ephesians 4, verse 22 through 24. Let's go to it. Like I said, these are just some small examples. You can find many others throughout the Bible. Um, I'm just giving you guys these examples so that you can see within your heart that, you know, this is the way that God wants us to live. Self-awareness is, in fact, a practice of Christianity. All things tie back to Christianity. All things tie back to our religion. Here we go. Ephesians 4, verse twenty through to twenty. I'm sorry, verse 22 through 24. You were taught with regard to former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Y'all, you were taught with regard your former way of life to put off your old self, which is corrupted, by its deceitful desires to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness I feel like that does not even need explanation (laughs) that is it right there like that literally said everything in one verse everything in two verses I'm sorry but I'm not going to go too far. I'm. I'm. I feel like I gave y'all enough to think about. Like I said, this is a five-part series. We did introduction to the art of emotional intelligence two weeks ago. Go ahead and check that out if you have not. This was part one, which is self-awareness. Um, in the upcoming weeks, we are going to be visiting empathy, motivation, self-regulation, and social skills. Those are the last four branches of how to be more in touch with your emotions more emotionally intelligent y'all i'm going to be breaking it down for you i hope this helps you in some way shape or form please please feel free to comment below leave likes um leave suggestions follow us on instagram i'm gonna leave everything in the bio and i'll catch you in two weeks from now so we can talk about the next step which is empathy peace